welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, Snacks is back. Ho, ho, ho. Wow, you did it. I remember this time, thank you. I do. Good, how are you? Delusional, but very good. <laughs> like, a little bit insane. But like, good. Do you want to elaborate on that or no? Um, sure. I think that what I'm feeling right now can be best described as um, probably like when you're in like sixth grade and you first realize that like man existing will affect your feelings. And so you're like insane. Like you can't focus on anything else. You're like, man, I just noticed that that boy is so attractive. And now suddenly I don't remember how to speak English. That's how I feel about a boy that I have literally met twice also i got fucking ghosted oh yeah tell them about that i know maybe wait for oh yeah okay okay i'll save it for when we're in tah you haven't said that in a long time i know i like wrote it when i was writing my notes and i was like man we haven't said that do you have anything you want to share with the class or are you just sticking with good this week um yeah i mean nothing nothing really going on for me. I feel like it's a weird time of year to have things going on. It's like Yeah, it's like I mean I have things we're all going in on but nobody cares. Right. It's like what's the Christmas lineup? I saw Pretty Woman the musical. Jealous. It wasn't good. It oh. was it was fine. It was just like you can't make such a great movie. Like with Mean Girls, Legally Blonde, great movies, but they're like cheesy and like cute and funny. Mm-hmm. So that's easy to make into a musical. This was not they were pulling songs out of their ass. Yeah, because when you think about it. But. Yeah. It's like, where would a song write? But it was Frankie Valley's granddaughter playing Vivian Ward. And Adam Pascal playing the Richard Oh, Pierre yeah, Park. you texted me. It was Which... so cool. And if you're not familiar, Adam Pascal plays Roger in the movie Rent. Yeah. I'm sure he was good. If you're uncultured. But he also, sounds exactly the same. That's why I was like, wow, he sounds just like Adam Pascal. And then I looked and I was like, oh my god. Because it is. <laughs> He's I, really short. Oh, is he? Well, he looked short. I don't really know. I was like, The objects. <laughs> he well, seems short. I, he is great. Love his work. Is he good as Richard Gere, though? Does He's he not have, Richard Gere. He's, He's Edward. Edward. Does he have Edward energy though? Was did, were you feeling? Neither of them really embodied the characters very well, but he he did he did a good he job. Did his job. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> God bless you. Thank you. <coughs> oh one my God! Sorry. If you hit eight, it counts as an orgasm. Wow! I bless you. Thank you. There's six one more in this you. Month. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. Do you want me to redo the top three? Yeah, it's insane. So, I've, everyone knows I'm not a very smart girl, but I did do some math recently because Olivia <laughs> Munn and John Mulaney just welcomed a baby. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they had it. What is it? Um, I think it's a boy. I actually don't care what the baby is. Happy, healthy, mom and baby. God bless. Um, I'm more interested in this timeline. I'm interested in the timeline here because she had a baby. But celebrities don't announce the baby right when the baby comes out. And so the internet told me they're suspecting she actually had the baby about three weeks ago. 
What's interesting about her having the baby within maybe the last three weeks means that she was either pregnant in May or April, depending on when the baby actually came. Like if it was this month or if it was last month. She was either pregnant in April or May. You know what's really interesting? And they're not dating anymore, are they? It's like unconfirmed, but people are speculating that they have broken up. What's interesting though is John got out of rehab and also filed for divorce in April. In April, he got out of rehab and filed for divorce. And Olivia Munn has already had their baby. So, something's not adding up. So, like, did they meet and just she immediately got pregnant? Like, the whole time they were dating, was she just pregnant the whole time? I literally all morning have been like, no, so they had to have been getting freaky on the side. Like, I, it just, like, <clears throat> I wish that I knew her so I could just be like, Olivia, tell me, tell me, when did he do it? I, I really want to know. It won't bring me any joy or any, I'll just feel better knowing because you have to be pregnant a very long time before the baby actually gets here. Yeah. That's insane. Insane. So, like, what, you got out of rehab and then cheated on your wife and then you were like, actually, fuck, she's pregnant. I'm going to divorce you. <laughs> what? Because if that's the timeline, that's got to be the timeline. Like, he got out of rehab, cheated on his wife, then filed for divorce. Or he got out of rehab, filed for divorce, and immediately impregnated someone else. I mean, I mean that would be there's the overlap. Option, but there's overlap. Yeah, there's got to be overlap. Oh, my God. So, yeah. I wish I knew what the baby's name was, but you can't find it anywhere. Not yet. Not Probably yet. Nick Miller. No, I hope that. I don't hope. I'm assuming the baby's name is like Munlaney. Gross. <laughs> She's like fake deep. It's gonna be something dumb like charisma or something. <laughs> she like charisma. She wrote like some girl on TikTok does this thing. It's like celebrity book club, and she just reads books by celebrities. And her and her friend do book club discussion on this podcast and so I just watched the like little highlight clips on TikTok and she read some excerpts from Olivia's book and it's like supposed to be this. What like, did she write a book? I don't even know anything she's in except for New Girl. Or she plays episodes. Psychopath. <laughs> she plays a stripper, doesn't she? Yeah. Um well she wrote a book that's like uh supposed to be this like comedic feminist Is she funny? Saying yeah, she's funny. Um, the book's bad, though, it seems. It seems. She's, like, making fun of fat people. I don't know. It's, like, it's supposed to be this empowering, like, funny, feminist take. Like, women can do anything. And it's just, like, no. the whole time she doesn't realize, she's just, like, feminism is cool if you look like me and you are exactly the same kind of feminist as me. And if you're not, I'm going to make fun of you. That's what this book is. Each chapter is just, like, making fun of other women. So she kind of missed the mark there. Don't waste your time reading it. On to messy number two. Tristan Thompson's baby mama spoke out for the first time ever. And so just to clarify, all that other stuff that people were reporting on, that was not actually her Instagram. So the rumors about Kylie and Drake fucking, while they may be true, 
like just you know as a little secret what people are saying that well there was this fake instagram and it said it was this woman who tristan cheated on chloe with but it wasn't actually her it's a fake account but it was like basically spilling tea and the last little bit was like you know that kylie fucked drake last year and you're just like too much of a pussy to tell travis scott kelly's boyfriend uh, but that's not true because that instagram has it's now been debunked it's not actually her this is her speaking out for the first time ever and she dropped some good gems so everyone's like oh he fucked his personal trainer she hasn't been a personal trainer in like four years and she was never ever ever tristan's personal trainer they literally met because he was looking at like people's snapchat stories and like just like sent her a message on snapchat i was like hey do you want to hang out no people make everything out of nothing so like she's like i used to be a personal trainer four years ago that's not how i met tristan it was never his personal trainer it's not like people are making it like i knew him i knew chloe i was around and then i just like fucked her man that's not what happened uh also she <laughs> said that Tristan told her that him and Chloe have not been working for years and he's just sticking around because she won't let go and he has to be around for True and like if um, he's not with her then it's like hard for him to see True and all the things when like literally anyone with half a brain and two eyeballs that watches Keeping Up with Kardashians can very much see that that's not true. Yeah. Like there are yeah. full-blown episodes of Chloe. <laughs> it's just like where we live now that you burp in all the episodes. <laughs> Every single one, Maddie. Oh my god. It's okay. Every, there's not every single episode, but there's lots of episodes of, like, Chloe being upset about her and Tristan not being together, and she says, like, ultimately, I have to, like, get my shit together and not be so emotional because he is the father of my child, and, like, I'm never going to take that away from him, and, like, I want her to grow up having a good relationship with her dad. Via public information, I don't know why he would, yeah. you know, he's, like, picking the wrong things to light up. Um... Also, also, he cheated on Chloe the same day that she threw him this, like, big, lavish, Kardashian-style 30th birthday party. <coughs> Bless you. <coughs> oh, my Bless God. You. And I watched a video that was, like, you know what happened this same day? And it's a picture of him and Chloe. He's, like, kissing Chloe's head. And it's, like, this big, beautiful party. She's like, this. And it flashes to a picture of his new son. Because oh he got God. this girl pregnant that day. Which is insane. That is so... He should be ashamed. He needs a therapist. He needs yeah. a therapist. Because if you look, like, what's actually disgusting about Tristan Thompson is, like, if you look at his social media... He's, like, spinning this story that, like, Chloe won't let go. Chloe won't let go. It's not working, and she just won't let me go. Chloe very much, I watched it, okay? I watched all of it. She very much broke up with him and was like, no, you're a dirty liar. Get the fuck away from me. And then if you start paying attention to social media, he snaked his way back in. And I think that's a sick, dirty joke to play on somebody. Like, make them yeah. trust you again. Beg for them to trust you again. Just to literally cheat. In the exact, actually in a worse way. Again, like, for months he was, like, commenting on Chloe's, um, like, her Instagram pictures and, like, leaving hard eyes and, like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. Like, 
my favorite part of watching True grow up is like just seeing how you're raising her. <laughs> and it's hard because she probably wants to keep like believing him because he's the father of her baby. And, it and it's also so sad easy. because Chloe waited so long to have a baby specifically for the reason of like, I want to know that I'm like going to be with this person. Yeah. And I think he uses that against her and it's sick. Like for months he was commenting under literally any and everything she posted when it was her birthday and they were broken up. He wrote this like insane long thing. Like, I mean, it, all the words thing? are, yeah, it's like, all the words are very beautiful and it sounds good, but I think to do that, like, write this big long thing, like, oh my god, I love you so much, I'm so appreciative of you, blah, 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 blah. like, going out of his way to, like, talk to her mom and try to get on her good side and, like, apologize, like, I'm so sorry that I've embarrassed your daughter and I've disrespected her and I've hurt her in this way and I'll never <clears> do it again, <throat> just to literally fucking do it again. Yeah. Like, just stay apart then. Just right. stay apart. People break up and co-parent all the time. Right. Because what do you think your literal daughter is going to feel when she grows up and, like, God forbid, like, when she's older, if she knows the pain of, like, somebody cheating on her? Yeah. And, like, eventually she's going to be old enough to understand, like, the news and paparazzi and social media, and she's she's going to know exactly how embarrassed her mom felt. Yeah. And as a dad, she's going to really look at you sideways. Mm-hmm. And that's fucked up. That is fucked up. Beautiful segue on the topic of fucked up. Katie Thurston is on the shit list again. Again. She's irritating. She is. And I wasn't even going to do this one, but, like, I just, it needs to be said. It needs to be said. Anna Redman did make a really good point on her Instagram the other day when she was doing Q&As, and she's like, I just... Not everyone to remember, like, when you're in Bachelor Nation, like, your reputation is kind of, like, in the hands of the producers because they edit these women into characters. And so, like, you should be wary of, like, mm. your commentary um, just based off of the show. And I know that she was going in the opposite direction because she was saying how, like, her mental health has really suffered because of the shit people say to her. Like, she gets I'm so sure. much hate. And she's like... Just now, people are, like, starting to follow me on social media. And um, if you follow me on TikTok and Instagram, you get, like, a very good idea of, like, my whole personality. I make two very different types of content. Like, I'm a nice girl. I am funny. Like, I'm a giving, caring person. I have a good relationship with all of my friends. Like, that and person I knew you that. see on I TV is that not. Too, but... She was like, they took a one moment of insecurity and, like, blew it up over a whole season and then they were like, oh, this is getting traction. Let's continue to only show her mean moments. And now people think that I'm, like, this asshole. And she's like, I mean, even just this fact that the girl that I said the thing about is Hispanic, there are people who send her death threats and are like, you a fucking racist, you're a bigot. And she's like, I'm not. I just said one stupid thing that somebody DM'd me. About because her I was like, job, not the way she looks. Or right, and she's like, but then people just, like, once they have this idea of you, they have this idea of you, and it's just your perception from TV. So, like, be wary of your commentary, which is amazing point. Amazing point. Yeah. But I feel like exactly what she's saying. I feel bamboozled by Katie Thurston. I think that the producers edited her, edited her into this like, ooh, she's the relatable bachelorette. Yeah. And now and she's meanwhile, just not. Like, I not. don't even want to follow her. Don't. 
yeah. like her actual personality. So she went live with John the other day. And she said that she regrets the 12 days of messy and she just thought it would be funny because somebody DM'd her the idea and she was like, I honestly just thought it was funny. I didn't realize that it would like hurt people's feelings. Because nobody's allowed to hurt Katie's feelings, but she's allowed to hurt everybody. Right. And I'm glad you said that because that's my exact frustration. (laughs) Like, she was like, I just didn't realize that it would be like hurting people's feelings. And like, she said she had to call Becca and Thomas and like, um, apologize to them because she put Thomas as I knew you were trouble and similar thing like he had one bad moment and it's like true Thomas has talked about it a lot post show he was like yeah after I went home like nobody wanted to even talk to me like people were just like I can't believe you would use her and like people were saying these horrible things about me and it's like I it was like if you watch the season I was never actually mean or horrible to anybody Right. Like, they didn't dislike me. They just, like, thought this one thing I said, because I was being honest, right. was like, yeah, I thought about maybe if this doesn't work out, I'll be The Bachelor. But realistically, anybody who goes on that show probably had that thought. Yeah. And if you didn't, one of your friends probably said it. And was like, okay, well, maybe if you lose, maybe they'll pick you. Or they'll bring you back for Paradise. It's just the facts of Bachelor Nation. And guess what? And they I was did bring him back from Paradise, so he was everyone. He was like, the point is, like, I was honest, and then I was villainized, and then it was, like, a whole thing for the whole season. And so Becca was like, yeah, Katie, and, like, you're just feeding into it by doing this. And, like, he just got to a point where, like, now people are being nice to him. And, like, business-wise, it's, like, damaging. It's like once you go on the show, it's very hard, I think, to probably just go back to normal yeah. life because so many people are paying attention to you. And certain companies, depending on what you do for work, are not going to want that attention. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, you're fucking shit up. Or Unless like, you entertain men for money and then they might want that attention. <laughs> Unless they're looking for a discreet arrangement. But I just don't understand her saying. I didn't think that it was going to be like a real thing to like actually hurt people's feelings. When day one, out the gate, less than a month after you broke off your engagement, you put Blake as we are never, ever getting back together. Yeah. And while it is just silly and childish, that's fucking mean. Yeah. Like, unless it was like an amicable amicable breakup. Yeah, which it was not, so. It's just so, just like aloof and not in the cute way. I, it just, the whole, the whole live was awkward. And she said that if she could go back in time and do it again, she would not. And she's reached out to people to apologize. But I think that she's doing things that are going to make people not want to be her friend. Yeah. She also touched on. I also feel like she doesn't have any friends. Well, she very well, much she seems has, like, like Anna Redmond. And Tammy. Yeah. But I think they're just like nice girls and will. You know, like Tammy, I feel like she hangs out with everyone. Yeah. Like she's, I feel like she's the friend who's like, hey, I'm going to be in Chicago for a week. Yeah. I'm going to be in LA for work next weekend. Like she's just going to be, I, she, I think she's the type to like, but, yeah. just reach out. Same with Anna. Like she was, she was like all over California last week. And I feel like she hung out with everybody everywhere. Like she was doing everything with all kinds of people. But Katie just... 
I, she like leans into the drama, and then when she gets backlash, she's like, "What? You're mad at me?" It's like, "Yeah, fucking yeah, you're annoying." She's like, "Well, I didn't give Blake a heads up because when have you ever given your ex a heads up?" Like, I went back and forth with John. Like, should I? Should I not? Should I text him? All the things. But I just didn't really understand what that text would look like, so right. I didn't send it. But also. And she was like, and I just, I, I don't feel the need to, like, ask my ex for permission. And, and I was like, it's not about asking for permission. It's just, if like, being a decent her, human being. We would hear about, she'd have t-shirts made. Oh, God, yeah. Like, I'm just thinking of her reaction to Greg. Just, like, literally even trying to speak to him. Actually trying to apologize to her. Like, I'm so sorry if you felt like I was right overreacting or. Greg and, wasn't in the. The days of messy was he? No. Probably because she still like wants she to date him. Did so that on her get on his bad side. And Greg like gave no comment. He was like, people have asked him obviously, like, how do you feel about 12 days of messy? How do you feel about being left out? He was like, I think that we've just gotten to a space where the drama is calm and I don't want to do anything to cause Katie any more harm or pain. And so I think it's better if I just don't say anything. Because I think the actor thing, of course, like, all that drama. I'm sure she just felt embarrassed. Yeah. And so she came out swinging it after the final rose, which, like, I don't know, just most people didn't like that. <laughs> felt a bit much to a lot of people. I don't know. I just... I don't understand how you could post for 12 days in a row those things. And sure, some of them are like nice songs. Like make Michael A. got a nice one. I think Andrew got a nice one. I can't think of who else. But like some of them were nice and not a big deal. But I think when you're... Taylor Swift has so many songs that you're specifically choosing. Like yeah. Red has a lot of songs. You You could have chosen 12 nice ones, but you didn't. And now you're confused that people are annoyed. Yeah. And she said she decided the last day, she was like, I was just going to do, like, entry level, like, just post a picture of me and John, like, a picture from the show, just, like, tease to people, like, oh, by the way, this is what I'm doing. It's funny because, like, tease implies that people actually care and nobody does. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the other thing is she was like, well, when have you ever gone through a breakup and then when you're dating someone new feel the need to reach out to your ex? And say, hey, by the way, I'm seeing somebody new. Which, she has a point there. You don't do that in real life. But if you're going, you chose to do 12, she could have just started dating John and people would have figured it out. Right. And it would have been chose to make it a big She chose to post for 12 days straight about all her ex-boyfriends, including her ex-fiance. And then the night before decided, actually, besides just posting this picture so people can start to put two and two together that John and I are a couple. I'm actually going to put together this video and then also choose this song that, like, oh, I'm so in love with him. Also, also, oh, don't worry. I'm going to crop the video so that my ex-fiance is not showing <laughs> in the clip. Yeah, that's messed up. It's like, that's why people think all these terrible things about you. She's like, I don't understand why people think I'm a cheater. Katie, you used a clip where Blake is present to yeah. show the world that you love John. You don't see the problem in that? She doesn't see the error of her ways, ever, it seems. Like, using that video, to me, means you loved him then. 
when that was happening, you were like, oh my god, this is such a beautiful moment to be having with John, and it's just so annoying that my fiance is here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's how that reads. That is. And she, it's like banging your head on the wall watching it. I was like, she posted like three other clips from the live, and I was like, I don't actually give a fuck. I couldn't even watch them. She's so dumb. <laughs> She's, oh, talking about her is exhausting. It really is. Because it's annoying. Like, she truly doesn't understand that people are like her. Yeah. All right, you want to lead us <clears throat> in a word of prayer? Yeah. <laughs> just, just thought. <laughs> I haven't said a prayer out here. Oh, okay. Out here. Out loud in probably a year. I feel nervous. So the topic at hand today, we're talking about different dating styles. This it's idea. Good. This is a good segue because clearly, Katie. Doesn't have one. She just kind of does, does what whatever. she pleases. Whatever. And I'll, Which I, I guess I, is its own dating style. Throw caution to the wind. Just like go for it. And perfect Care segue. about nobody's feelings. <laughs> Out for yourself and only yourself. Your happiness and pleasure. Top of the list. Only goal. Yeah. You and yours. Amen. That was a good prayer. Oh my god, I did it! <laughs> Um, but this is perfect because when we were thinking about the topic, um, when we were kind of brainstorming what to do for December, um, I specifically was thinking about different dating styles and I think there are girls that are good on The Bachelor because they have a certain dating style versus girls like us who are just out in the real world. I feel like the women on The Bachelor go into it just like so open and just like ready to call someone their partner yeah it's very for like a boyfriend girl like there are just some girls not even specifically the bachelor i just think that's the best example of like specifically what comes to mind is like the girls who cry when they're let go the very first night and they're like sobbing like oh my god I can't believe he didn't like me I cannot believe I'm going home right now like I was really hoping he was my husband and right. it's like to me I'm like what yeah I like if I that. went home night one I'd be like well, that's, I thought he was at least gonna keep me around for the tits yeah. <laughs> I would feel like a, maybe a little bruised ego, but I would not be crying. I'd be like, all right, I got no. to be on TV and I had a fun time. I probably got to travel somewhere cool. It's dope. I have a fun story to tell. Like, I would not leave sobbing, but there are women that just like, like Anna when she was out in Bachelor in Paradise. She was crying so hard when it was time to go home. She was like, I was just really hoping to like, Find someone. Right. So I feel like there are women that are just like looking for a partner no matter who it is. Who, no matter who comes along, they're going to slot them in. Yeah. Like they're going to, yeah, slot them in. That's a good. It's like this spot next to me on my left hand. <laughs> it's all open. And I'm just going to make all the pieces fit. I don't yeah. actually care. Like, I'm, I'm in it for a husband. You could literally show up. I feel like there are women who just want to go on The Bachelor or want to be on the apps because it's like, what someone's going to like me. Yeah. And then I'm just, I'm going to do that. Whereas I think there are other women who date, like you, go on, like, dates. And you have, like, criteria. Like, he didn't meet 
these boxes, so I'm not going to go on a second date. Yeah, like some people very much just want to go on dates to have a boyfriend. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess. Like, if you go on a first date, what are some things you feel need to happen for you to, like, consider going on a second date? Um, you know, not, no, I'm not going to say no awkward silences, because obviously there might be some, mm -hmm. but an overall good vibes going, <laughs> drinks flowing, laughs rolling. I love all those things. Yeah. Should we date? We do. All We're that. already dating, Brie. I think you are truly, I watched a TikTok about platonic life partners, this girl, and her friend, like, bought a house together, and they were like, I mean, neither of us are getting married anytime soon, and, like, why should you wait until you're married to, like, make a life with somebody? We? And I was I like, think we make a, a life for ourselves. And I was like, oh, my God, we didn't have a title, but I think Kathy and I do that. <laughs> we just, like, have a life together. It's nice. Um, what are, like, when I was thinking about this topic, I was thinking about, like, what are, to me, the grounds for, like, someone to be my boyfriend? Like, you know? Yeah. I don't think some girls have that. Yeah, I, I think, think they so just either. hang out with the boy and he's there and they're like, Kim, it's him. Yeah, I think so too. Long-term potential. I'm not going anywhere. I feel like that's also an insecurity thing. That's just me. I, I had no science to back that up. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fair point. Like, I think it's just like that need to have someone around. But like, I would rather just like really like them. I, like, I am not that girl to just slut someone in. I always make jokes like I am. Like, I just want a husband. Right. But when it gets down to it, it's like, I can't do this. But literally, my mom was like, I have said something. I was like, I need to have a serious talk with God because what am I doing around here? What am I doing? I am great. I am funny. I can own my flaws. Like, I will warn you before I do something crazy. I feel like that's a pro. I'm not just going to be crazy. I'm very trusting. I'm very busy, so I don't want to be up your ass all the time. You can play your video games or do anything with your friends ever because I'm probably already going to be doing something with mine. Mm -hmm. I work hard. I make my own money. I don't like to ask for permission for shit, so like I wouldn't expect that from you. Look at my body. Look at my face. Why the fuck do I not have a husband? And my mom goes, Brie? I hate to tell you this, you make these jokes and it makes me crazy because you very clearly want to be alone. You being single is very much a choice. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, literally, you just said 20 minutes ago, this guy <laughs> asked me if I wanted to go to the Santa baby bar with him. And I said, you know, no, thank you for asking. That was so cute. Such a cute idea. I just don't want to. Because I don't. I don't see right. boyfriend potential in this man. And it's like, why would he even And you bother? don't want to waste their time. Why would I even bother? Oh, he's like ready to marry me. Tells me all the time. I wish you would just give me a chance. DMs me every single day. Texts me every single day. If I post something saying I don't feel good, he'll FaceTime me. Ask, he'll send me money. One time he sent me money. Was oh, like, my God. I saw you tweet about like needing a pedicure desperately. Oh, this yeah. helps you. And I was like, damn. Well, I, just, I just don't feel it. I'm I not going to just slot him in. Because it's convenient. Right. Because you want a boyfriend. And you know what? I guess our dating...
style can be described as we know what we want and if I meet someone who makes me want to hang out with him more than I want to hang out with you or myself, then okay. Right, then we can Which, talk. I mean, I guess could be taken as picky, but it's like, I'm not trying to waste anybody's time. I'm almost 30 years old. And on a selfish note, I'm not trying to waste my time either. Right. I'm not like, trying to waste probably, anybody's time. Sometimes I get anxiety talking about past people I've dated just because I got freaking stalked that one time. But when I think about the guys that have dated, like actually dated, it just, it takes a lot of time. You know, relationships take time and nurturing and all the things. Which, and on some level, means less time with your friends or less time. Like, you know, you just have to prioritize your schedule. Like, you make time for your friends, you make time for your boyfriend. But, like, right now, my schedule is my own. And if I want to hang out with you every single day, like, we make a plan for some reason. Like, I don't have shit to do this week. And so every single day when I'm done with work, Maddie and I are going to do an activity. I'm free to do that. And your boyfriend can't do that. I mean, you can, but it's probably going to be, like, bitch, do you like me? I was like, I'm busy. Yeah. And I just feel like before I was dating to get married, like my goal before when I was younger, I was like, if I'm not married and working on a baby by age 26, I have failed and I will kill myself. Oh my God. Like to me, to be, I was like, my worst nightmare was to turn 30 and be alone. Like, I don't know why my 20 year old self would be sobbing like when I was oh single God. I would literally cry myself to sleep and be like oh I am so behind like I don't even have a prospect like I feel so sad thinking of like that version of myself I would literally be so so sad any boy that was paying attention to me I was like yes <laughs> maybe it's the same yes I but will marry you like I just yeah. could not fathom being alone. It's like you have in the back of your mind, you go on a date and you're like, this guy will be my husband. And then he says, like, one thing that you don't necessarily like, you'll be like, well, we all have oh, yeah. <laughs> Like the time that this guy was like, well, I actually am on drugs. And I was like, hmm, I can make that work. <laughs> I literally said, so thank you for sharing that with me. That's not my favorite activity. But, like, how much drugs? Like, what, right. like, is it a, do you have a problem? Is it for fun? Do you? Literally one time I was with him in the car thinking he's driving me home from a fucking date. Um, we drive to a very sketchy neighborhood for oh him to God. buy drugs from <gasps> a man. That is crazy. And I, I had no idea this is what was happening. We were out in the city. I'm thinking we're just going home. I'm noticing we're not getting on the expressway. And I was like, what? oh, I was like, where, where are we going? And he's like, oh, I just like have to stop at a friend's house. And I was like, oh, why? And he's like, I just have to pick something up. And he was being so weird. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to a drug deal right now. That is and scary you would think to put someone through. That in my head, I was like, I am never speaking to this man again. He is putting me in danger literally like a block before we get to this house he's like uh just like get down i don't want <gasps> him to see you and i was like what he's like just like take your seatbelt and like get down in the seat you know like sit on the floor oh my god and i was like why and he was like well it's just like not that nice of neighborhood i don't want them to see you with like 
your purse and like money and shit. Like I just don't want them to see you. I don't want anyone to like while I'm in the house come like try to talk to you or like take your shit. And also, if anything goes bad in there, they won't see you to like try to come after you. So I obviously get down on the floor, and while he's inside, I'm like, because what am I supposed to do? Get on the walk home? I don't know where I am. Right. He's sitting keys with you. I'm sitting on the floor of this car. It is freezing. It's the middle of winter. He was inside for a very long time. He comes back to the car, and I was like, bro, what the fuck? What this is? Because then I had to sit on the floor for like two blocks until we get away from this house. And he's like, okay, get in your seat now. And I seriously was like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? And he got mad at me. He was like, well, what was I supposed to do? Not stop? And I was yeah. like, yeah, we could try you not doing drugs. And do you think I broke up with him? No, because I just wanted to have a boyfriend. And I, we got into such a fight. I was like, you seriously literally just put me in danger. Like, you have no idea what anyone standing outside that house could have done to me. While you were inside. You could have come back and I could have been gone. <laughs> you are so selfish. We had such a fight. I didn't talk to him for like five days. Shows up at my house in the middle of the night. And he's like, you have to come outside and talk to me. I'm so upset. You have been ignoring me. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that. And that's why you don't just date to get married. Because you put yourself in a situation to just accept... That is, to me, right now, if a man even mentioned drugs, I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. Hard stuff. Honestly, I'm, like, cool, I'm progressive, but I honestly, after that, I don't even want someone to, like, smoke weed too often. I'm like, yeah. what was, is this a weekly habit, daily, like, what are we, I feel like what I am I dealing with here? All the details, because it's like, I just don't want to find myself in a situation to be sitting on the floor of someone's car outside of a crack house. Yeah. Which, like, I, to date, could not tell you what the fuck he bought in that house. So I was like, you know what? I don't need this time, my business. Yeah. That is so scary. And so that's my preachy moment. Like, you cannot date just to get married because you will accept far lower than you deserve because, yeah, you deserve to sit in the seat of a car <laughs> safely away from a crack house. At the, the very minimum. Yeah. I feel like I could be more, especially on the apps, like I could be more, less picky. I could be less picky. More less picky. But I try to be, and I go in spurts and like, whatever, I'll say yes to anybody. But then it's like, then I got to message them and I (laughs) don't want to. Or like, then they say, what brings you to the apps? What the fuck do you think brings me to the apps? Same reason you're here. But you know, it's a place for single people. Yeah. To put themselves out there. So that's what I'm doing. On that note, I got fucking ghosted. Fucking yeah. ghosted. And it's very upsetting to me. In my own Tell place. the whole story because that's so annoying. So. Because you made it far. You did the thing. You I did the thing. Along and it was good. Yeah. And so here's the thing. This it went, it, There's layers to why this went wrong for me. First of all, I'm not a dater. I don't like do the apps. Like talk to a boy and then you go out to dinner and you have drinks and you talk, talk, talk. And then, you know, like, I, that's just not how relationships have ever started for me. So that in itself, you, me being on the apps and even talking to this man, to me, it was like, wow, oh, I'm really, really participating right now. Okay. I also decided to write back to a man that I don't find attractive physically. Um, he's not ugly, but just like not 
at all what I've right. normally attracted but you to. Were but what he was open. saying, right. was, I really liked his answer because I, I do not respond to people who just like a picture. Because to me, that's like the bare minimum. You just thought I was pretty and moved along. Also, like if you liked just that very first one, then I don't feel like you actually read anything I have to say. And I put a lot of time into those answers. They're really good. Oh, wow. I don't think about that. Well, it's just like anyone could be scrolling through and just like that top picture and move along. Wow. So that I just explained so much. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't I'll say something and they're like, eh. <laughs> wow that's so I don't respond to those and so he had um, liked a picture that was not from the top and he had obviously read my responses because he said several things like he mentioned in the one picture you can tell I'm in Denver well you can tell I'm in Denver if you've done this same hike in Denver so he's like talking about that and then he's like um that picture of you in the red dress, like, where are you? It's so beautiful. Like, was that somebody's wedding? Did you have, like, a church thing? Like, what's going on there? So um, we go through all the things. I'm just like, okay, great. He read the things. We're talking. And for, like, a whole day, we have a great talk. He initiates and is like, I would love to, like, continue this conversation, meet you in person. And I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, I would like that. He is like, I'm thinking this restaurant in my neighborhood, tells me the name of the place, all the things, and I said, okay, great, I would love to do that, um, and I love trying new places, like, I've never been there. Yeah, it was a very good conversation. And I feel like I was being very open, mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah, and I, usually when it gets to that part, when they, like, ask me to hang out, is usually when I'm like, mm, do I want to have to talk to him all night, though? And, and that's usually said, when I, yes. I'm like, you know what, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm just not feeling comfortable but this man I was really feeling comfortable and I was like yeah I would actually love to do that and he was like okay so like are you busy sometime next week like I would love to take you here and I was like yeah let's I don't think he's gonna tell me his schedule or pick a debt never talk to me again that is so messed up and then it's like this is what I feel Right. I know that my perspective on dating is dumb because I'm like, I want to already know you and like maybe be a little bit of friends. And then that's like, so much less scary. But, but then it's like, to me, it's like, I know that that's not how you're supposed to do that. And I always end up making other friends. But like, to me, it just makes more sense because it's like, I already know that I like you as a human and you like me as a human and you probably won't waste my time as much as this fucking stranger, which I get yeah. it's only a day. But still, to me, that is just like, I didn't have to talk to you at all. And also, I can tell your hairline's receding, and in probably 10 years, you're going to be fully fucking bald, and I'm going to have to deal with that. Oh, my God. It's not the worst God. thing in the world, but, like, these are things we think about as women. Right. And I talk to you anyway. Yeah. You think I want kids with receding hairlines? Just kidding. I actually, in my current situation, I very much want children with receding hairlines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, kids get their hair from their mom's jeans. So I oh, we're good then. Um, yeah, so you know what? I think in the new year, we should, because right now I feel like I'm doing a little bit of dating for experience, although not really, because I'm not really going on dates right now because nobody's asking, except I was asked on a date, and I said after the holidays. Um, okay. So I'm not necessarily, <laughs> necessarily dating to marry. I'm dating to... You know, see what's what's out there. Not, I feel like we're too old to be like dating for experience. 
to date. Yeah. Unless we meet dating for experience of like finding what we like and what we don't yeah. like. Yeah. But I guess we're kind of old for that too. But no, it's like but I think that makes more sense. Down. Right. You gotta cast a wide net and then reel it in. Yeah. Because what the alternative will get you sitting on the floor. So right now we're dating to find some options. <laughs> I feel like this phase of our lives is just like we're feeling it out. I'm not yeah. dating anybody seriously or consistently. Right. It's like we're texting for a little bit and then I'm like, I'm going to head out. Yeah. It's been a slice. But in the you new can year, keep sending me should, money though. We should try to be more open-minded. Yeah, in 2022, Even though you were that, and it ended badly, I think that was a good thing that you did. And yeah. we both need to do that. Also, rejection and, like, getting ghosted is, like, not a great feeling. But it's also not the worst thing in the world. And, like, obviously I would rather it be on the front end than... Right. Like, I would have been really sad, I think, if I went on a date. Just because that's not something I do. And then I'm sure I would have been like, oh, my God, fun, cute. And then he ghosted me. I'd be like... What yeah. the fuck? What the? Then I would have to bully him. I'm not letting that shit go. You have embarrassed me. Yeah. It feels very embarrassing to get ghosted. Also, I know, but it's sometimes just a fact of life. Unfortunately, that's the world we live in. So I'm trying to think of something. We are dating to. Yeah, like what do you what do you call well, it? What it's are we like... gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Because dating to marry seems a bit harsh. And to quote myself from literally early, earlier this morning, I just don't know that I can survive marriage. <laughs> I just, before it was like my ultimate goal. Like dating to date around. <laughs> Not sleep around, and that's different. We're dating to date around? To yeah. around? We're dating around. We're dating around. We're not dating to do anything. We're dating around. We're dating around. For I think, the new year. Yes. Let's just see where it gets us. All right. All right. Do you yeah, didn't, didn't watch. And I, I, I thought it was the finale. So did I. They, I the really Bachelorette account on Twitter, their verified Twitter account, tweeted that it was finale night. So the confusion was not my fault. Not my fault. I feel okay. like this, I can boil down the finale for you in, um, you grand know, total ultimate finale. Yeah, that's so fucking stupid. But I think the last episode this gonna season do went by so fast. There was like five episodes, and now there's like a hundred left. I think that's that when a show like. is called or pulled, whatever it's called in TV terms, they have to have a set number of episodes. And Michelle was not fucking around and just was like chopping men left and right. And so I think they're getting creative at the end. Like, oh my God. we have to have twenty episodes. Like you know, right. it's a timeline. This is what you need to know about the last episode. Her last three men, Brandon, Joe, Nate. Anyone with eyes and a brain can see. It's fucking Nate has her under his spell. Me too. Have you seen him? To quote this girl on Twitter, Nate makes her pussy throb. And we all know it because we feel that too. Duh. The man chiseled. So obviously Fantasy Suites. I said from the very beginning. Did they go to Fantasy Suites or no? Yes. Do you think she had sex with any of them? So, per how she was behaving in the morning, she might not have had sex with Brandon. It was well, just he like... Doesn't, he looks like a virgin, and I don't know what that means, but he just looks like... She I for sure fucked Nate. Not like mid-love, like they fucked in the morning. She you like, think? Oh, I know. I didn't expect that from her. I said, I don't think she's touching any wieners. You're in a room 
with Nate. Yeah, but she's still Michelle, and he, but he's Nate. She is Michelle. Like Destiny's <laughs> Child. <laughs> but I knew from the very beginning, I said, you know what? Joe should just go home now. We shouldn't even try. It is very clearly going to be a Did choice. Did she do anything me. with Nate? Did he get to go? I mean, Joe. She took everyone to a fantasy suite. Yes, everyone went. They all had the dates. Um, she did send Joe home. He just is so... You think she at least touched his body? Or she dry. was like, listen, I'm so. breaking up with you. I think so. Um, this is this is my thought. In the morning, her and Brandon were so playful and, like, eating breakfast in bed, and then they had a weird food fight, and um, I don't know. It was... The morning after was just, like... A food fight? Right. You just had sex with someone that you love for the first time, and the next morning you're having a food fight? That's sick. Her and Joe, and the next day, like, could not keep their hands off of each other. Honestly, Michelle's hair was, to me, freshly tousled. I think they did it again in the morning. They were, like, still horizontal and, like, do, 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 do. Her and Nate, she was, like, they both, like, had that, like, lazy, you know, you know, good sex, and you feel, like, a little drunk the next day. You're, like, mm, no. Bodies. Oh, <laughs> she had that, like, lazy, like, oh, God, my body's just, like, so tired. It feels so good. And they, like, didn't want to leave each other. That's nice. And I was like, because well, Brandon's got all the love, romantic, romantic, and Nate's like, he really did open up about his feelings. People are saying she had a pride, but I don't know. I, I, the parents are coming next week, and so we'll see, but. We'll see. Post oh my fantasy sweeps, I think she is leaning towards Nate. Nate. I hope she picks Nate. Brandon just seems so, blech. but. He loves her so yeah, much. Whatever. Just kidding. Alan. <laughs> but Brie will be live tweeting again because I hate her. No, I thought it was over. So I made <laughs> plans for Tuesday. Um, but you can follow us at underscore snacks in the city. Nope. Our Twitter is at snacks underscore the city. <laughs> Instagram at underscore snacks in the city. And our personal handles on all platforms are at Maddie Grissetto and at Brianna underscore Irene. And with that, snacks out.